Welcome back everybody to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, I am your boy Christian and today, uh, well, we're going to be talking about uh, basically, um, this, not the schedule, sorry, the roster. So basically today, uh, the Houston Dynamo, obviously, waiting until the last minute to drop all these names on us. And um, basically, well, they should have, I guess they turned it in into, into the league on Monday. According to shout out to Foxtrot, uh, but uh, of course we got it on Wednesday. So um, here we are. We have names. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go through them. Uh, but before we go through the names, I wanted to do something that I've been wanting to do since the end of the season. And uh, with Thanksgiving just kind of uh, went by last week, uh, I'm feeling a little thankful, I guess. Um, so I wanted to. Thank a couple people that I had in mind just because of, you know, what they done for me, I guess, this year. Um, so I have a couple names and then, you know, just, just a, a thank you. And that's why this is probably going to suck if you're watching the video. Uh, but I have all my badges for this year. Um, I have them on to like, you know, kind of slight flex and to also represent... Uh, as a thank you, basically, uh, to all these people that kind of helped me out this year to be in the position that I am today uh, when it comes to my podcast and thinking about doing some bigger things, you know, with the content, with the channel and all stuff like that. So thank you to them. And I'm going to go ahead and just read some names that I wrote down. Um, I apologize if I miss anybody, but, you know, these are the people that kind of came to mind in the beginning. So. Also, by the way, if you see me looking, staring into something different, is because I have the Seattle game against FC Frisco going on in the background. Obviously, he's a mute, but, you know, we're watching it, keeping an eye on, on competition, you know, for next year. Um, so, from the Houston Dynamo FC uh, organization, from the football club that we all love, um, I want to thank a couple people that this year uh, I have met. Uh, of course, because today, you know, this year was my first year being a uh, part of a media member and being, you know, going basically all in into this podcast. Uh, so I want to thank uh, Sack Emmons. Uh, all these people work for the Dynamo. So, you know, if you don't know who they are, it's because you probably don't know who they are. And I just met them this year. So and they've been nice to me. So, you know, the the least that I can do is at least shout them out, you know. So a lot of the, the, the colleagues, uh, a lot of the people that, that go to the games, uh, you might know them. So if they don't see this uh, and if you hear this, just, you know, tell them I said thank you, I guess, from me. Uh, but Zach Emmons, he's always there. He's always been, uh, he's the kind of like the go-to guy when you go to the Dynamo games. Uh, Edgar Valise, uh, who is the main guy when it comes to communications between like players and, uh, you know, us or us the media um so edgar release uh paloma a la torre i was gonna say it very white but you, I, obviously you were very hispanic so paloma a la torre thank you because you're always nice uh, i don't i haven't talked to you probably just hi bye but you know you always were nice uh dorian valenzuela also another hispanic name that i pronounce it like a white person dorian valenzuela thank you uh for always being nice he's usually the translator Whenever, you know, some of the players that don't know how to speak English, he translates from Spanish to English, which is very, very hard to say the least. And he does a fantastic job. Honestly, 
I mean, not to like blow smoke up your butt or whatever, or maybe there's a nice, a nicer terminology, but uh, you, ha- you like the way you translate, like it's very on point. Like honestly, and coming from a guy that hates when people translate, like I'm always watching movies, and like I watch it with subtitles, and I'm like, that's not what they're saying. But you know, it is what it is. And then uh, the last person that I least have, I have the least communication with, but you know, she's always there and just a high bye type of deal. Valerie Holland, which is also part of like community relations and stuff like that. And she's always doing like stuff for the community. So shout out to her. She was actually out here uh, helping out Zarek Valentin kind of gather some goods and stuff like that that they were going to donate. So shout out to Zarek Valentin. Also, if you haven't, go to his page. Um, he's collecting funds and stuff like that, or even food. Uh, they did like a food drive, um, you know, to, to give to the food bank and stuff like that. And also, of course, I could not like leave out, uh, basically the people that kind of brought me into this, you know, that kind of gave me a platform, kind of gave me a space to work with. Uh, and those are three people. These three people are like the main three people that are, uh, the most active when it comes to Dynamo Theory. Uh, but yeah, shout out to, I guess you can say my Dynamo Theory family, you know, since I'm part of, you know, the group. Um, I'm probably the least experienced one when it comes to technology or when it comes to like talking football, you know, talking football. Um, but they're really nice guys and they're always, you know, we're always like chatting during the games. And basically, 99.99999% of everything that you read is probably one of these guys. Uh, that point zero 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 one percent is probably me that I already did contribute in my one point zero 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 percent in the beginning, and it was like probably terrible writing. Uh, but they're the writers, you know, they're editors and writers and stuff like that. So they they manage Dynamo Theory. So shout out to uh, Dustin Richardson who is the managing editor. I think that's what you call the title. He's one of the main guys basically, and then Derek Stores Stores Stowers. Um, who it's the, you know, he does a lot of also the game reviews, the game recaps and stuff like that. So if you ever read a game recap, uh, it's probably Dustin or Derek. And funny enough, Dustin, I used to call him Dusty for like the longest time. And then the other guy that he usually does mostly, uh, the dash and he keeps up with the dash a lot more than all the other guys, even though the other guys do and probably more than me as well is that Theo Hudges. Uh, and I also wrote down their 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 club, I guess. I don't know why, but you know we're all like Houston sports fans. But uh, Dustin is a Manchester United fan, so shout out to all the United fans. Derek is a Chelsea fan, shout out to all the Blues. And then Theo is a QPR, uh, so a Rangers Queen Park Rangers fan, shout out to the Rangers, I guess. Um, and then he does actually Theo does a podcast with his sister. Uh, and it's all about like women's soccer and you know uh, the dash and stuff like that. And it's called Re- oh, you could have made it harder for me, bro. Relatively, you know what I mean. Relatively <laughs> football, and that is a terrible name for me to say, but it's a good name because they're relatives, you know, and they talk about football. Uh, so just go to Theo Theo Huge Huges. Huge, I don't know, bro. You came up with the names H U G I H U G H E S. Uh, Hughes, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, 
Um, but yeah, thank you to them because they uh, were able to give me the space for me to upload my uh, my podcast. And you know, whenever you hear the podcast, you hear it in the Dynamo Theory feed. I don't know why I move my hand so much. Um, so thank you again for the opportunity to be part of the team, I guess. Uh, I say I guess because sometimes I don't feel like I contribute as much as you guys do. Um, but yeah, thank you for 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 the support and the support that sounded weird and for letting me have a a piece of the platform that it is dynamo theory which is fans for fans so if you're listening and you're wondering what is this dynamo theory uh it's basically uh, some dudes that love you know houston dynamo that love the dash and we put out really good content you know dedicated to the fans from us fans so dynamo theory dot com and then dynamo theory on twitter and stuff like that so go follow dynamo theory um so yeah so shout out to them shout out to everybody thank you for all the help thank you for the love and now let's get to to the good stuff uh i mean that was good stuff too right uh but let's get to these names that have our that are either going out or kind of staying right so we have exercised it sounds weird. Exercise the right or something like that. Whatever they said. Exercise contract options. I didn't bring a cup of water and I'm dying. I think I'm going to steal my daughter's cup. Hold on. Oh, she barely has any water. Oh, that was terrible. But there's some names that we decided not to keep them. Uh, just like, like basically just, you know, go home. We don't need you anymore, basically, type of thing. And uh, some of the names, um, so like, just because we didn't exercise their contract mean, doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. Um, some of them are not going to come back, and some of them might still try to like win a spot, or maybe they're trying to like rebuild their contracts. But as of now, they're basically not in contract with the Houston Dynamo. And these people are Kyle Adams, and also as I go. I am going to um, kind of talk about them and, you know, maybe give a um, like a second option of maybe what could happen with them, in my personal opinion, of course. And right now, Seattle's attacking, so we're going to see Morris. He's a really good player. Never mind. Um, but yeah, Kyle Adams, 24-year-old center back. Um, I think personally... He's probably going to end up back in RGV. Uh, just because we don't keep him here in Houston doesn't mean that uh, RGV might not use him. So I think he's a young guy and he has played in RGV for a while. So I think most likely, I believe, he's probably going to end up in RGV. And who knows, maybe in the future he'll get another chance to play for the first team. But, you know, we'll see how, how this new year basically comes up. But... What what had happened was that, you know, we didn't get to see him enough this year because uh, with the coronavirus and stuff like that, it was almost impossible for players to be loaned out from, from uh, Dynamo to RGV and RGV to Dynamo. So it wasn't that free, uh, free pass or free market, whatever you call it, of loans that, you know, every week they would, they would exercise, you know, fully where they would send guys, you know, almost every other weekend or every weekend to go play in RGV and then come train here, da-da-da, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Unfortunately, whenever this year, whatever we decided to keep, that's what we kept. 
and they weren't able to go back and play in RGV. They had to like sit here the whole year basically because of coronavirus and stuff like that. And that was the case for Kyle Adams. Unfortunately, um, he seemed like a really good, you know, promised player. He had a few minutes, if I'm not mistaken, in the beginning of the year. Uh, and then it just kind of went downhill for him. You know, he just didn't have enough. Uh, there's a lot of people competing in those spots, you know, in, at that time. Um, so he wasn't able to get enough minutes to kind of show off. And the times that he did, it wasn't that as great. Uh, so maybe, you know, a 24-year-old kid, still young. Uh, hopefully he ends up in RGV and hopefully, you know, one day he gets to make it, you know, to the bigger leagues and, you know, become a regular, I guess. So, you know, obviously it's, it's good. Like I have goodwill for all these players because I feel like they're part of, they were part of my family. So I don't hate them or, you know, some people they're like, ah, oh, you know, fuck this guy, whatever. I don't feel that type of animosity to any of these, but even sometimes, even the ones that I don't like, uh, you know, football-wise. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Victor Cabrera, 27-year-old. Uh, the only reason I I wrote down their, their ages is because uh, Tab Ramos has talked about now hundreds of times of how he wants a physical, young, strong team, basically. He wants a young team. Uh, kind of like a mix of ex- some experienced players, but he wants a young, young team. Um, and, you know, I'm writing down their ages because I want to see who is, you know, who he could keep. Because, you know, age-wise and what they could give to the team, you know. So, Victor Cabrera, 27. He's, like, right there. He should be at his peak, basically, uh, soccer-wise. You know, 27 years old is extremely young still. Uh, that's crazy. He's 27. I'm 28. And, yeah, never mind. But Victor Cabrera, unfortunately, he well, I mean, he has been probably one of our best players, um, and also at the same time, he has been really injury prone in the, in the you know previous years. So that's probably the only thing that kind of is going against him. If he was a player that had hasn't had hasn't had had that in the past, <laughs> he didn't have too many injuries. Maybe he would have like con- like for sure won a spot in that center back position but the only I think me personally I think the only reason he's still in that status of like we don't know if we want to keep you yet um is because of his injuries um even though he's really really good and he's a very solid player in the back and he kind of fits a little bit better than maybe Kiki Struna that we are keeping um into this you know style of play that Tab Ramos wants um fortunately um, with those injuries, it just kind of, you know, turns out to be kind of iffy. Um, but also, he frees up an international spot. So, you know, that's, I guess that's a plus of not having him. Uh, next, we go to Cody Cropper, which is our, was our second goalie as of, you know, as of this list. Uh, don't know much about the guy. He didn't play any games, zero minutes. Uh, he looks like a really nice guy. Uh, nothing... You know, nothing against him, nothing for him. We don't know him. He looks like a cool dude. So, you know, if he stays, hopefully he gets time to play. Hopefully there's a U.S. Open uh, chance where he could stay and play. And if not, you know, we wish him the best for for the future of his career, wherever it may be. Uh, Tomas Martinez, 25-year-old, DP, international spot. No, actually not international spot because he got his green card. Uh, but I think it's about time we let that train pass. 
Um, and now I'm going to go ahead and throw Ronaldo Peña on top of that. Uh, I think, you know, as a two, you know, buy, buy one, get two type of thing. Uh, buy one, get one free. Uh, even though Tomas Martinez is 25, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Peña is 23. Ronaldo Peña is one of those players that a lot of people are, are putting on. Well, actually, both of them are putting on um, Matt Jordan. That we still don't know his future. Um, but those are the two players that are supposed to be diamonds in the rough. And I think we are still in the process of polishing one side. But like the full 360 of the diamond hasn't been polished yet. And unfortunately we can't wait anymore. Like we can't wait any longer. The Dynamo has been the worst team on the West Co- on the West. I was going to say on the West Coast. On the Western Conference. And we can't be going out with players that are partially polished like we need players that are ready to play we need players that are ready to go out we need players that are going to give us the mo- the money that requires to be a dp and the money that requires to you know take a full international spot um we didn't see anything from Benya. we didn't we see we saw the minimum like the basic out of uh, martinez for the past few years uh so i think it's time we move on from them too and it's unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is. And they, they're going to have to grow somewhere else, basically. Uh, Michael Salazar, he seems like a nice dude. Came from RGV. Unfortunately, he got injuries. And also, he's trying to compete for a number nine spot where Manotas and Christian Ramirez kind of claimed it. Uh, you know, number one and number two, even though they had a shitty year as well. Um, but Michael Salazar, he seems like a nice dude. He came from RGV. Hopefully, he goes back to RGV and gets to, like, prove himself once more. Uh, but as for now, you know, I'm okay with him going back to RGV. Uh, Wilfer Sahibo, uh, 27 years old, international. Um, kind of dealt with some injuries. Also the new guy. Have no idea why he came into the team. Well, I mean, we, we know why. He came into the team to kind of help out uh, Vera. But I think uh, nobody expected... Um, why, um, what's his face? Darwin Sedan was already playing really good, so, but I think everybody thought he was going to be a bigger plus. You know, he's going to bring us a little bit more soccer, a little bit more, you know, contención, like a little bit more, you know, of ball possession in that midfield. And unfortunately, we haven't seen him play that much. So, in the times that he played, it was like, eh, you know, he's just a regular player. Uh, so it wasn't like too much to see, too much to 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 have from him. So I'm okay with that, and he also frees up a uh, international spot. So it is what it is from him. Uh, Minor Figueroa. So these three people: Minor Figueroa, Bonia Garcia, and Nico Hansen. Uh, they ran out of their contract basically. So I think they're still like in a year, like kind of figure stuff out. I mean, honestly, most of these players—not all of them—but you know, some of these players are probably still working stuff out. Um, but you know, they're, you know, most likely out than in, uh, but for example, Nico Hansen, he has an offer on the table. We make, which makes him ineligible for, for a draft, whatever, uh, draft. The MLS is a freaking, it's crazy when it comes to all these things. Like, I don't even know why we still use NFL terms for this shit, but it is what it is. We are the United States and we do everything backwards or different, um, so Nico Hansen has an offer on the table, which means that you can be picked up by anybody else. I guess until he denies it or, 
you know, just kind of cancels it out or, you know, gets another offer from another team or some shit. I don't know. I think he should stay. He, uh, from his first year to his second year, he improved a shitload. I should probably stop cursing. He improved a lot. Um, and he has done really, really well. I mean, I think there's still room for him to grow, but I think he was a really good, good, important piece. He wasn't Ellis, uh, but he was Nico Hansen. Uh, I think he, he he played, you know, the way he knows how to play, and I think we got a good a good amount of juice out of him. Uh, and hopefully, if he keeps, you know, growing or you know, same level or more, I think he'll be a, a good important piece in our team. So. Hopefully Nico Hansen stays for at least another year to to kind of try out you know what uh, what uh, Tab Ramos has in mind. Also earlier in the week we found out that Ari Lasseter via somebody else we found out or through his previous club that he was bought completely his you know his whatever contract whatever clause because he was on loan so we completely bought him now he's a a fully fledged Dynamo FC player. Um, it's still kind of weird saying Dynamo FC, uh, but whatever. We gotta get used to it, I guess. So he's a he's a new Dynamo uh, player for sure. So you know now we're gonna have three players that are gonna be competing for those outside positions. We're gonna have Bahamich, who is probably nine times out of ten will be a starter, um, and then between Nico Hansen, he's probably gonna be a backup most likely if he stays. And then uh, this kid, Ari Lasseter, he's probably going to play on the left side or on the right side. You know, however they figure that out. And then the only, the only, then the other two that also are not being uh, renewed, I guess, as, a, as of now, is a Maynard Figueroa, which is completely understandable because Tab Brown was talking about, you know, going younger. Uh, he's a 37-year-old veteran. You know, he's the lowest player paid on the team. Uh, lowest paid player on the team, but he was probably one of the hardest working, or he is actually one of the hardest working players on the team because I've heard it from Tab Ramos himself saying that sometimes he has to tell him to stop and practice because he's going so, so hard. So, um, bro, I'm just scared right now because, okay, I thought I wasn't recording. My bad. My bad, familia. I, f- I thought I wasn't recording on the for the podcast, my bad. Okay, keep going. Uh, Might have figured out what I would do personally myself if I had the power. You know, if I was Matt Jordan, uh, but better looking. Shout out to Matt Jordan. Um, I would renew him just for another year, and then just see as it goes. You know, have him on a year, a year uh, basis. I know he's thirty-seven. He has he is at the end of his career, but I think he brings that experience and he brings a little bit of huevos. That we might need uh, in the backfield. Especially when we're still kind of like in limbo when it comes to like trying to get somebody for the back. Um, and then unfortunately tears coming down my, you know, rolling down my face. Uh, Bonnet Garcia. Uh, 36 year old dude. Uh, always consistent. Uh, always a good player. Always gave it gave it his all. I think he's always been better every year. He has never decreased, at least in my opinion. To what I've seen from him, he seems to kind of been going up, going up. Like, is it Tuesday? If you know the song, keep singing it. If you don't know, then I apologize. Um, but yeah, Bonnie Garcia, if he doesn't make it as a player, we need to keep him as a freaking statue or something. Like, we need to have him as a, like, good luck charm type of thing. Um, I don't know, make him a kit man or 
Just give them free tickets to show up to games or some. Be like, hey, just dress up, and if we need you, we call you. If we don't, then you know, just come in as a, as an expert, as spectator, or whatever. You know, just have them in the stands just in case. Uh, I think Bonnie Garcia is just like you know, is one of those legends, club legends that we're always gonna like you know keep dear to our hearts. You know, he's gonna be one of those that we're like you know. In 30 years from now, people, we're going to tell people how, you know, Bonnie Garcia resembled that. I don't know. We're going to have, like, something after named after him. I don't know. Some type of, like, door entrance or stands or something like that. We're going to have a, a Bonnie a Bonnie Garcia something. But, you know, he's a legendary Dynamo player. He That dude, probably you cut him, he probably bleeds orange or something. Uh, but, yeah. It's just kind of sad. You know, it's one of those things that you don't want. It's like seeing Maradona die, you know. It's one of those things that you know it's going to happen someday, but you don't want it to happen, and it just kind of happens. Um, then another person that has a, it's kind of working out his contract is uh, Bisama. Um, they're working out his contract. Then uh, those are basically all the players that are kind of like on their way out or kind of working stuff out. Uh, and then who are we keeping? Um, I'm kind of excited for the names because most of these players we haven't seen him play, but that we said him we actually have, so we we already know what he's gonna bring them to the table. Uh, so I'm really excited to see Darwin said in and just see him grow, grow, grow. Uh, Alejandro Fonmayor, um, you know, Tab wants to go younger. I think Alejandro Fonmayor is gonna be one of those young guys that he kind of wants for the future. You know, he's a center back. He's let me see how young he is. Uh, he's 24 years old, so he's pretty young. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Sam Junqua, I think the breakout player of the year. Uh, you know, wasn't. You know, he did what he was asked to do basically, and he did a good job at it. I think we want to see more of Sam Junqua, and we want to see him grow. So hopefully, Sam Junqua gets more opportunities, and he gets to grow more, 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 and more um, as a player. I heard he's a nice dude, so. As a person, I guess you can still grow. I guess always, right? Um, Nico Lemoyne. We saw glimpses of Nico Lemoyne. I don't. I don't think we saw the full picture of Nico Lemoyne. Uh, but he's still young. He's a young kid. Uh, I think he's he, he's what eighteen. So Nico Lemoyne still has a bright future. Uh, hopefully, we get to see him a lot more, and hopefully, we get to see uh, freaking Palomino a lot more, who's also coming back as well. So Palomino, Nico Lemoyne. I think are the future of this club. So hopefully we get to see him more with this upcoming year. Uh, Adam Lund Lundvisk. I'm never going to pronounce his name right. So Lundy. Shout out to Lundy. Uh, he's always. Uh, he's actually one of my favorite players. Uh, a lot of people don't like him. I don't know why. I think he's always given his, his all. He has made mistakes like we all do. As defenders. Uh, and as forwards or midfielders or whatever. But I think Adam Lund Lundy. Is going to be a great like player for a team to like a great leader hopefully he becomes one of those leaders that we need in the in the back four um eric McHugh, defender um we obviously haven't seen him but hopefully with a u.s open cup uh we get to see a little bit more of him and hopefully he's still a young kid uh i think also in his either late teens or early 20s uh but no more than 21 22 so he's still a young guy so hopefully we get to see more of McHugh. Uh, goalkeeper Michael Nelson, same thing there. He's a young goalkeeper. So hopefully we get to see him in those U.S. Open games. And then Matias Vera, I think, 
there's enough said with Matias Vera. He has been probably our MVP two years in a row. Uh, this year, probably a little bit more Darwin, uh, Seren, or Darwin Quinteros as well. Uh, but Matias has been our captain. He has been very consistent every almost every single game. He has been like the player of the match, if not one of the players of the match. So, shout out to him. I don't know why he did this for him, but shout out to him. And then... Um, and then we go in under contract into this new season with uh, Mateo Bajamich that unfortunately we didn't get to see play. But we know he's killing it in Argentina still. So hopefully he comes in and kills it this 2021 here in the Houston Dynamo. Uh, Juan Castilla, a 15-year-old kid. Who knows if we're going to see him on the pitch. But hopefully if he doesn't get to play with the Dynamo, he hopefully gets some time in RGV or somewhere. The U.S. Open Cup. You know, hopefully this year, 2021, we get to see a U.S. Open Cup because that showcases a lot of our younger guys. So hopefully that works. Defender Ian Hoffman. Um, you know, we probably get to see him this year. Who knows? Um, but Hoffman is also one of those guys that is supposed to be a promising rising star. And uh, we got him from Europe. And that was basically a strike pick from Tab Ramos himself. So, and I've been trusting Ramos in his picks. So, I have my faith in him. Uh, goalkeeper Michael Marich, who had a pretty decent uh, year. Uh, Mauro Manotas, who is coming to hopefully, I'm over here praising Jesus because I need him to have a, a breakout year, like a good year. Uh, because obviously we know what happened. This year wasn't his year. It was a terrible year for him. Uh, there was probably some personal stuff. To what I've heard, I don't know. So hopefully this year he comes out with a vendetta to to kill it and to show, put the dynamo back on the map. Basically, when it comes to scoring, uh, when we're tired of creating chances, not putting it in the back of the net. Darwin Quinteros, who I'm okay with. Um, I mean, he's obviously one of our best players that we have, um, but you know he's not he's not my cup of tea. But I can also recognize that he's a great player and that we probably need him a lot because he was our best player, most valuable player this past year. Uh, Christian Ramirez, also same, uh, came, same case as Manotas. They need to come out hungry and just score as many goals. Uh, he, I, I understand that you know maybe Tab Ramos uh, has Mauro Manotas as his number one, number nine, but I, I think and I want Christian Ramirez to come out with a freaking and I, and I'm not saying that he doesn't, but you know I want him to be you know fighting for the number nine spot and wanting, of course I I know he wants to start, but you know I I want to see more of him the same way I wanted to see more of Manotas. I want to be to to be there a very nice competitive number nine competition and and because that that can only mean that our Houston Dynamo is going to be scoring goals and scoring goals usually translates to winning games. And that to points and that to trophies. So let's do it. And then uh, Danny Rios, another kid that has been uh, came in from you know from the bottom. Now he's on top. So hopefully we get to see more of Danny Rios. And then Memo Rodriguez, Memo Rodriguez, the god, uh, coming in with balls of steel, fighting. Now he has a kid, so hopefully that gives him more inspiration. Or he doesn't have it yet, but he will soon. So hopefully he gets inspired and brings more goals and brings more power. Uh, Kiki Struna, I think we are all kind of like 
when you we need you to redeem yourself from an uh season you know it wasn't it wasn't even all right it was uh because at the end of the game at the end of the season you weren't even playing bro like you missed like the last four games which is unacceptable from an international experience uh you know player that supposedly played in italy and all this and that so we need Kiki Strina to come out strong and to like show us and shut the fuck everybody up basically. That's what he basically needs to do. Like with that mentality and that bad language. You know, just come and shut everybody up. And then of course, the men of the people, uh, Sarek Valentin, I think that dude is a fucking, not probably fucking angel, is probably an oxymoron. <laughs> But I think that dude deserves a, a uh, statue everywhere he goes. He seems to be the nicest guy and the coolest guy. In the, and he has really good kicks. I'm still waiting on my shoes from Sarek Valentin. So hopefully one day he'll listen to this and he'll be like, you know what? Let me go to my closet, look at my 300 pairs of shoes. Christian, you wear a 10 and a half like I do. Hopefully he wears 10 and a half or 10. And here are a pair of Nikes. Uh they're yours. So, Sarek Valentin, no pressure, but it would be nice. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Sarek Valentin. He's always doing good for the community. Um, people in Portland told us, you know, he was going to be, a, you know, he's a great guy. And I think we, he has proven himself, uh, not only, uh, you know, raising money and funds and food for homeless people or for the the Houston Food Bank, but, you know, also talking to cancer patients and doing really nice things for them. And always being the coolest guy when it comes to like interviews and stuff like that. So, shout out to him. Um, but other than that, uh, we have six international players that were returned from the 2020 season. And more than half of the players, 13, are on the current roster, are 25 years or younger. Including six Dynamo Academy alums. So, obviously, we are looking young. We still need some vital pieces for this team to like be complete. I think we might need a good strong center back. I have a feeling Sarek Valentin is going to end up playing center back. But who knows. But that would be cool. Because then. I mean he's, he's still kind of like a captain. He has like that captain soul. But I think being a center back kind of gives you a little bit more of a captain role. Just because you, you're able to see the field. You know from the back. Um, but yeah. Um. I forgot what to say. Oh yeah, we're young. We're young. We need a couple more players. Maybe a center back. Maybe another uh, somebody to help Matias Vera out. You know, with Darwin Seren and with Tahibo going out and Bonnie uh, most likely going out. Uh, we need somebody to help. You know, become the perfect trio there, if anything, or just kind of you know give them a hand here and there. So, you know, I'm not asking for much. Um, I'm a simple guy. But, you know, other people want more. But we, what we need for sure, like, no no BS. I was going to say no cap, which I have no idea how to use that terminology. Um, we need a winning team. We are tired of missing playoffs. I think everybody has seen it or heard it. We have missed six out of the last seven or seven out of the last eight. I don't even know anymore because it's been so goddamn many. Uh, but we need to become a winning team. We need to play in the top. We need to put Houston on the map. And we are tired of losing. Or we are tired of tying. And we are tired of watching the MLS playoffs from home. And we are tired of every November just sitting home doing nothing. We want to see Dynamo games on TV till the end of time. 
and to the MLS Cup and to the MLS Cup championships and winning trophies. And I think we deserve it. I think we have really good players. I think our club is becoming a better club as overall. And I think we can do it. So with that being said, I'm going to shut it down. Thank you again to everybody that has helped uh, my channel or I guess whatever uh, grow. Thank you for listening on Dynamo Theory. Uh, uh, to the podcast or watching the videos I really appreciate it 2021 is going to be better it's going to be bigger we're going to go to away games we're going to do vlogs we're going to do a bunch of crap uh, hopefully get better and hopefully we we bring a cup I still told Memo Rodriguez we win a cup I'm dyeing my hair blonde so I want to dye my hair blonde I've never had I actually don't want to but I'm willing to sacrifice my head my beautiful head of hair uh, for the Houston Dynamo. So, I should. I'll even go orange if I have to. Probably not, because I'll probably get divorced. But I'll go yellow, you know. But yeah, cuatro cuatro dos. See you guys. Have a good night. Have a good. Uh, I was gonna say breakfast, but if you are eating breakfast, have a good breakfast. Breakfast. Uh,